One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Namaste and aloha yoga revealed family. I hope these words find you so well, feeling present to that which is alive for you today. I am graced with so many opportunities to connect with new people because of yoga revealed launching into season four. And life has been fully on purpose and on fire these past few weeks. Thank you for being a part of this journey and walking in yoga together. Today, I am so blessed to introduce to you a new sister in my life here in Boulder, Colorado, who has a story that was catalyzed by the introduction of integrating the transformation of meditation, self-awareness, and a sheer force of will to transform one's own life out of preconceived ideas and notions of what life has to look like. Meditation is powerful. Please welcome Miss Melissa Moffat to the Yoga Revealed podcast, a conscious and ethical entrepreneur who supports others, mostly women, in creating their best life because she created hers, which came through sitting down, sitting up, opening her heart, and going inside. Enjoy this episode, my friends. It's a good one. Namaste, Yoga Revealed Podcast. This is Alec Bashal Rubin, and I'm so grateful to be here with you each and every day where we get to wake up and have another opportunity to look inside and to grow. And I'm just so excited to have a beautiful human here in person with me today, Ms. Melissa, Melissa Moffitt. Yes, I've been watching you through our blossoming community and we connected at a party the other night and you have this profound journey from where you were to where you are now and really like the first sentence that I really heard was how meditation was 
and has been a huge catalyst. And for me, I, I think that meditation is something that we all need and, and could use more of in some way, shape or form. And, you know, I, I would love to ask you the very first question that we always ask everyone. How was yoga first revealed to you in your life? Oh, I love this question. So <clears throat> I would say yoga was revealed before I even knew it was being revealed or knew it was yoga. So I grew up in the South mm -hmm. in Tennessee in a very, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in quite the rural area. And I love the South. I love my people. I love the South. Um, but yeah, I grew up not, I'd never heard of, meditation really I mean I maybe heard it either made fun of a little bit or like on shows like things like that you're gonna sit around like a hippie and meditate like things like that um yeah and um yoga in my mind what just what I knew was it's, it's exercise right mm. it's a workout it's like mm. you go to Pilates you go to the gym the gym you go to a yoga class mm -hmm that kind of thing. And I, I grew up and kind of reached this point from, you know, having some experiences as a child that were pretty stressful, pretty toxic, mm -hmm. um, some like abusive situations, things like that, where I developed a lot of anxiety and depression at a pretty early age. And, and I'm so thankful for it all now, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, but I ended up, you know, being medicated for a long time, um, in my teens, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it got better. And then I, but I was still, it was better in this way that I'd kind of like reached this cap of, you know, it, it wasn't truly, I was still so disconnected from myself. I had no idea who I was. I had no idea how to truly connect with others, all of that kind of stuff. So I'm in college. <laughs> I'm about 19 at the time. Where'd you and go to college? Cookville, Tennessee. Cookville, Tennessee. Yeah, small college cool. town. I was studying engineering. So I became an environmental engineer. Nice. And I, I was like reading, I think I stumbled across, I don't know what website it was, but mm. some website that has like articles about like, mindfulness and health and things like that and they were like you know it was one of those like three steps to meditate and it was like did you know that meditation makes you like less anxious and I was like oh my gosh I'll try it and I, I knew no one who meditated or at least like I didn't know if they did. we didn't I didn't talk about it with anyone I had no idea how to do it so I started sitting down on my lunch break just for five minutes literally just for five minutes. And I would just sit there and my mind would be running and I would be like, am I doing this right? I have no idea. And then in a few days, which now I know this is like, you know, meditation can start to sh shift you in a few days. It's so mm -hmm. powerful. In a few days, I started feeling shifts wow. and I couldn't really describe it, but it was just like an openness, like a relaxing, you know, breathing a little more slowly, walking a little more slowly. Mm -hmm seeing things a little more clearly like literally cultivating mindfulness yes exactly yeah just I was started feeling more present you mm -hmm. know even though my thoughts were like 
rushing through my brain when I sat down and, and then I, you know, I had no idea what the connection was to yoga with meditation at that point. So I just kept doing it cause it was, it was working. And then a couple years later I was in ballet. So I was teaching ballet and training in ballet and I was training to be the sugar plum, the sugar plum fairy, the sugar plum fairy. <laughs> okay, cool. I know I told him I have a podcast too so I told him that I like mess up all the time and I like never corrected I end up like messing up more I'm professional though um I was training to be the sugar plum fairy in the nutcracker and I wanted to be strong and mm. I wanted to have a you know, core strength. And I was like, I'll start doing yoga. So I started doing a little bit in the morning. And then I learned, like, I just went in from there and beautiful. Thought it was so amazing. Yeah. No, I I, I think before we elaborate further upon the pathway that that catalyzed for you to essentially be where you are now, um, you said something that was quite profound. I'm trying to pull it where in a couple days you just started noticing a shift. Oh yeah. And I feel that that is, I I feel that as well. I was 19 when yoga revealed itself to me and I was uh, very much also in the mind state. It was like, this is exercise. Mm -hmm. And I did it. I practiced my my first practice at core power yoga on the hill in Boulder, Colorado. My very best friend Kiefer took me to that yoga class Mm -hmm. and it changed my life. And I just kept going back and I noticed shifts every day, every other day. And then I stopped for a mm. week. And in that week where I stopped, I was like, I don't need this. Done. Yeah. Did it done. Yeah. Over it. Yep. I had a hard week. Yeah. And then I had to go back. Yep. So I feel you. And I think that's so cool that you had the awareness to be like, whoa, I'm noticing steps of mindfulness being cultivated in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious for you. You know, at, at, at this point now, having that been, what, eight years ago, nine years ago or mm-hmm. so, what, how, how did your meditation practice, which then led you to find yoga practice to cultivate a sense of internal stability, which you at that moment found as like wanting to have strong core for being the sugar. Yeah. What helped you use the yoga in your life to get to where you are now? Mm, I hadn't, I mean, like, I feel almost like it wasn't that I used it. I feel like, because uh, I had no idea where I was going. I had no idea what yeah, all was going like, to happen. I remember, you were like, I don't know who I am. I, don't know I had no doing. idea. I was so disconnected from myself. I was, every, my whole life was designed based on people pleasing and based on, yeah, mm. I was so disconnected and my relationships were all mm. a mess. I was very disconnected from my family. Mm. I was so stressed all the time. Mm. I wasn't very hopeful. Mm. I didn't have a lot of joy in my life. I just thought that's, that was life. You know Mm. what I mean? And I, I, I became an engineer because I was good at math and science and someone told me that's what I should do. Mm. And I started to just wake up to the idea that, that that wasn't it for me. Mm. And I started to see 
other people, you know, cause I, I was like, I got hungry mm. for consciousness. I got hungry got for hungry this for healing. Yourself. Yes, exactly. And this was when you were still practicing yoga and yeah. meditating. Yeah. I was meditating, practicing yoga. I started listening to podcasts and YouTube videos and like getting all I could get and like, you know, getting into, cause I couldn't go, you know, I didn't know of places to go to. And that, that didn't feel like within reach to me at that point either to go study or to go explore or whatever. So I just started like consuming as much as I could to learn, but also like trying to integrate in that in my life. And so I started to disconnect myself from like, oh, this isn't, this isn't me. You know, this isn't what I actually have to do. And I had these ideas that maybe, you know, I'll become an engineer, but then down the road, I'll become you know, a yoga teacher or something like that. You know, I, I had no idea what or how, and I was also very trained to believe that my stability had to come from a stable job. Right. Mm. Um, so that seemed terrifying to me and it seemed really impossible, but I just was open to it. So I ended up finishing my master's degree. I thought initially I wanted to get a PhD, but I, you know, by that point I was like, okay, no, this isn't actually for me. And I went and did a yoga teacher training in Hawaii. And then I what started island? on the big island. On the big yeah. Island. Cool. Yeah. And I had no idea how quickly things were going to happen. Mm. So this was just a few years ago. Um, in 2018 is when I started working at a firm, an engineering firm in Louisville, Kentucky. We connected over that. Um, and I worked there for only a couple of months. Wow. And then a few things woke me up. One, I was in Hawaii and there was the whole ballistic missile scare. And like, I thought I was going to die for a little bit. And that like, kind of like changed me a little bit. And then the second thing was my dad having a heart attack, which made me see how impermanent life is. Right. And I wanted to be with him. And I also was just like, this is not it for me. Mm. I'm not going to be in this job. Mm. Like, and I, I'm so thankful that I had that career path and all of that, that privilege and opportunity to be there, but it also felt just so limiting. Mm. It felt so limiting to Mm. me Mm. and wasn't, it just wasn't it for me. And so through me discovering and through me questioning, right. Which is one of the paths of, of, you know, sitting in meditation is just a questioning, a deep questioning of ourselves and of life. I started to see that there were other options and I started to bet on those options instead. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So let's pause. So okay. let's say um, <laughs> you got hungry for yourself. You got hungry to discover yourself. You did this yoga teacher training. You, you glimpsed into the iceberg that mm-hmm. is yoga, mm-hmm. right? It's like an unreachable hilltop yep. of a wisdom and experience to journey into, right? And then you return to this firm in mm-hmm. Louisville, Kentucky after this teacher training. And then shortly after, you're like, wait, this is not me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what was next? So, like I said, I thought I'd be there for maybe my, in my head, I was like, I'll wait until I have all the savings. I'll wait until I have, I'm married and I have the house and right. I'm, you know, I have this safety net, yeah. that kind of thing. I really wanted safety. And I feel like a lot of people want that. They do a hundred percent. But then I, I started to realize through my dad, you know, he developed so much safety in his life, what mm. he associated with safety, you know, 
financial safety, you know, a, a career path, but because of how much stress he was under and how disconnected he was with himself, he didn't have safety of health. He didn't have safety mm. with relationships. Mm. He didn't, you know, he, he didn't have safety within his own well-being mm. and emotional and all of it. And I just, I saw that within him. And I also saw that within a lot of the people I worked with too. And yeah, it, it was just time, time to go. So I moved back home with him. Um, and the people I worked for were super lovely and very supportive of that. At the time in my head, I was like, I could go back. I had no idea where it was going to go. I knew I loved meditation. I knew that I wanted to teach it. I had been sharing on Instagram and developing an online platform and I was interested in starting a podcast, but that's all I really knew. And I had some connections to, to teach and, um, things like that. So I, I, yeah, I just quit and I moved back home and I started creating. I created quit in a, what you had, you had the income and you just quit overnight. Yeah. So I had $2,000 in my savings account. I wasn't, I'm so thankful that I wasn't paying rent or anything like that when I moved back home, huge blessing. And I, I also like in the same week, I like moved back home. I got broken up with by the guy who I thought I wanted to marry and all that kind of stuff. So like, it was just, and I think a lot of people have experienced that this year where everything we thought was secure is in fact, not secure, you know, nothing's promised, Mm -hmm. nothing outside of ourselves is promised. Like life isn't promised all of that kind of stuff. So I truly felt that. And I moved back home and I just started making, yeah, I made a meditation guide. Um, I got a meditation album, uh, a couple of eBooks. And then I started making courses on personal empowerment. And then that slowly transitioned into me working with people who are in, you know, different areas of teaching, well-being, consciousness, yoga, whatever it is. And I started working with them on, I got really interested in in business, (laughs) that that, like ethical side of business. And I started helping people create good businesses for themselves. And, and it was so interesting because I was so, I was so afraid to leave this stable career where I was making good money. And now it's like, oh, I can do that doing whatever I want that feels truly fulfilling. Yeah. I feel that there's, there's, there's a lot. I I know a lot of people and I imagine there are people who feel that the program of society and how they get the degree or the master's degree or the PhD, that they have to do it because they have to. And maybe at times it's like, that is their dharma and that is their purpose. And they're super on purpose, Oh yeah, which is like, F yeah. yeah, bless. Yeah. I'm all about that. Support it. Yeah. And then what about those in your shoes or who can relate with you? That's like, shit, I am making good money. And like, yeah, I don't actually full, excuse my language. Fuck. Yes. Want yeah. to do this. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. Yeah. So like for those people, like, gosh, you created an online platform and ways of personal empower of, 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 of offering empowerment to others by quitting and empowering yourself. And, and, you know, to me, yoga is a platform for us to find the Tadasana, the mountain that we stand on to be able to empower ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I love how, 
you do that and you did that. It is awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really interesting seeing the people I've, I've worked with and people who have come to me and reach out to me. I have so many female engineers who say, you know, I got into this cause I'm smart, right? I'm really smart <laughs> yeah. and I wanted to do really good things for the world. Mm. But what I saw, you know, I got into environmental engineering and there's, there's so many people out there who are doing studies and, you know, studying the glaciers and all of that kind of stuff. And I think that's extremely powerful and beautiful, but through, through my lens in the world that I was in, there was a lot of disconnect between intention and then what was actually available to us based on, you know, EPA regulations, based on profit, based on all of those kinds of things. And that's where that personal empowerment came in because I feel like, you know, I, I'm a huge proponent for like environmentalism and sustainability. And I feel like I've been able to do more and it's been more fulfilling on that front since leaving. So like women reach out to me and I think that's what you have to do is like follow. It's, it sounds so like, but it's true. You have to follow your heart and you have to disconnect from knowing how it'll all work out. And just like when you're on a mission to, to, to uplift yourself and Mm -hmm. uplift others, it will you can work it out. Yeah. Yeah. The two things that are coming to me from when you say that is something that my mentors have shared with me. And it's to a not be attached to a result, but to be more invested in the process Yep. and further to know that it's not overnight. Mm -hmm. And I'm here for a marathon, not, not a 10 yard Mm -hmm. sprint. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm here in the long run for whatever the, entrepreneurial vision is because you didn't create what you created in a month. I had no idea what was going to happen. I had no idea what I was doing. And that was one thing that wanted to stop me a lot was like, what am I going to do in a year? What am I going to do in five years? And I had to adopt the mindset that I still have now is like, I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow in my business. <laughs> Literally, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, I just making shit up as I go along and like, just trust in it. And like, like everything I write and everything I create, I swear, I like started writing a sales page the other day. And it was because I was like praying like outside, you know, to the trees. And it was like, write this. And I was like, okay. And I like ran home and was like, and you know, and that's, that's how I do it. And it's working. So what advice would you give to someone who, you know, obviously this yoga revealed podcast, everyone who listens to this is deeply invested into their practice of yeah. yoga and meditation and practicing yoga asana. And I imagine, you know, people who listen to podcasts in general are people who are thirsty and hungry mm-hmm. and willing to be in that student mind state to, to, to welcome new information mm-hmm. and new concepts, just the, the, the new paradigm of, who are we actually really, you know, yeah. and, and how can we serve? So I'm yeah. curious, what, what, what advice would you offer to someone who, you know, is, is in the pathway of, of, of yoga and that's part of their lifestyle in, in, in their life um, that also wants to journey into an entrepreneurial um, aspect for themselves. Maybe some aren't interested in that and that's totally yeah. That's great. You, yeah. you know that stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. For those who want it, and maybe aren't sure where to begin. What would, what do you, what do you, what do you invite them? Oh, wow. I mean, the thing that I've heard the most and that's become really true for me 
is just to develop the same approach that you would to a practice, Mm. you know, let it be a practice. Mm. Let you developing, if you're developing a business or, you know, you know, you're teaching or something like that, let it be practice. It's all practice Mm. because you may reach some certain goal or some certain point where you're like, okay, now I can quit my job because I'm making enough money. Or like now I've like, you know, I have students or whatever it is. Um, most of the people I work with are teachers. So that that's kind of tending to, but this can be applied to if you're an artist or whatever. So really approach it from this place of that detaching from the result Mm curiosity, mm-hmm. a bit of playfulness, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. let what's coming up for you inspire what it is that you're creating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's very personal mm-hmm. and very mission-based mm-hmm. because then like nothing will get in your way and you'll just keep going and really connect again and again to that heart of service. Mm-hmm. Not what am I going to get out of this, which you will, you'll mm-hmm. gain so much. Yeah. You'll gain so much. But if you're always thinking about that cycle or if you receive more and you open up to receive it and then circling that back into how can I give more, that's what's going to create massive growth and Mm. and just expansion beyond what Mm. you could possibly know. But just really one day at a time. Honestly, one day, like what's, don't think about like, how am I going to do this thing next week or just do what you can today. Do what feels right. Do the next right step. And that's enough. And if you just line up next right steps and don't jump to the step ahead and let it cause you to, to be stagnant on the step that you have right now available Mm. to you, Mm. just listen to yourself, Mm. follow inspiration because that wisdom knows it's connected to, you know, God, nature, divine. It's like, there's, you have guidance. Mm. and trust it more and more. And you'll see, you'll see when you trust the steps, even if they seem so bizarre, it's coming from your heart. And that's the most powerful thing that you can do. Mic drop. Cheers. <laughs> Break that. <laughs> Cheers. That was amazing. Oh, thank Such a you. beautiful, I mean, no, it's, it's true. It's, it's awesome. It's so the simple, but it's like... Always. It's so powerful because we get so caught up in like all of the, how is this going to work and thinking way down the head, like way down the line and worrying about judgments and worrying about, you know, just, we get so caught up in all of these things that don't actually matter. Right. And it's just like, how can I, if I can just touch one person's heart today, Mm. right. Like if you're making content, if one person says they needed to hear this today, that's enough. Mm. And it grows from there. Mm. It really does. Mm. Wow. So what is it that you do? (laughs) Like, how would you answer that? Like, what is it? Oh, I love that question. I love that question too. (laughs) 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 It can be answered in so many different ways. And it's really like, what's alive for you? Okay. Right now. Right now. Right now. I love my main, main, main intention and it's through different vehicles and it shows up differently in people's lives, but is that stepping into your empowerment and your leadership and your creativity mm-hmm. and helping people find that and helping people learn to trust themselves. Mm-hmm. And 
how that's explored oftentimes is through a business. Mm -hmm. So I work with mainly women um, and women, people who, you know, identify as women as well. And, and they usually have very like, oh my gosh, just heart centered missions. Right. Mm -hmm. That, and this is the new paradigm, right? Like Mm -hmm. some of my current clients are, you know, women who teach about, you know, and help other women who have like irregular periods and things like that, or, or someone else who does womb healing for all gender identifications and, you know, someone who healed her cancer through nutrition and is now helping people with that. So like these really specific areas that are so personal to them and creating businesses, you know, I look at some of my clients and I'm like, you're making more than I was as an engineer. Right. Which is like pretty wild, but it just shows how, how needed what we have in our hearts and what's true for us. Other people are going out there and experiencing the same things. Mm -hmm. And if we can support them, Mm -hmm. then it's just like this ripple effect of just healing and amazingness, right? Paradigm when it comes to these businesses that are sprouting from the online world and online platform, to me, it's very much economic permaculture. Yeah. Yep. It's so cool. Yeah. I love it. Just these like little micro, like, these micro businesses where it can just be you. It's like I got a person for this. I got a person this, for that. Yeah. <laughs> and you fit into this like mold of like, you know, people who are doing kind of similar things, just like with the plants, right? Like with this plants growing here and this plants growing here. And there's just this beautiful mm. abundance that flourishes from that. Mm. Yeah. What do you feel like is one of your, what's one of the biggest challenges as a entrepreneur who, you know, I see posting in the morning and at night and, and, you know, you're rooted in your own self-care practice to me, which is a, a spiritual practice. And then I know that your meditation is tuned into that and your, your personal yoga practice is tuned into that. And still there will, I I've experienced at least there's a challenge when it comes to entrepreneurship yeah, yeah. for you, someone who's created a, 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 a very significant and influential means of impact income and a level of success I hear being measured by the amount of people that you reach that you mm-hmm. you you, Im, you 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 impact in a positive way mm-hmm. that's what I hear measuring success what is one of the greatest challenges for you as an entrepreneur <sighs> there have been so far the challenges that I've come up against is really that learning to trust myself mm-hmm. and learning to find enoughness in what I have to offer and not get persuaded and get pushed out of my lane by someone, what someone else is doing. I see. So comparing, comparing, like thinking I needed to do it this way or this way or this way. (laughs) Yeah. And I've spent a lot of money on it. (laughs) I've invested a lot of money in trying to be, you know, someone else. Exactly. And so that's, that's really where, but that's influenced my teaching so much. And my business is, has flourished a lot because mm-hmm. I experienced that. And now I really hold space. It's made me so much better of a space holder for people to find that within themselves to be someone who's helping people grow their businesses, but in a way that really feels good to them mm-hmm. and really makes them feel like leaders, you know? And mm-hmm. so that's been a huge challenge in the last 
it's something that I grew into in, into the last year was really finding my own voice and finding mm. what I've truly had to bring to the table in my own leadership. Mm. Yeah, for what, sure. What would be like top three nuggets to give to someone who wants to develop leadership and their voice? Okay. So, Ooh, top three nuggets. One is like, actually, that, before, yeah. before you go, because those are three things that all yoga teachers have to embody yes leadership in, in, in owning your voice yeah 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 sorry Thank you. no you're great <laughs> <laughs> you're saying things as me i'm like <laughs> yeah so um one would be that you have to stay connected to your practice we hear so often that yoga teachers start teaching and then they're teaching so many classes a week and they're not actually in their own practice mm-hmm. as much so for me that's like Number one, number one, Mm. number one, number one, like before, before I can take care of my clients, before I can connect with my partner, before Mm. I can connect with friends, before I can create anything, I have to be connected. And that's where all of my inspiration comes from. Mm. That's where all of my trust comes from. That's where it it just all comes from that practice, whether Mm. that looks like movement or asana or meditation, you know, or, you know, being out in nature, whatever it is, right. Breath work, it all comes from there. Seriously. All of my best ideas come from there. there. On that first yeah, 100%. One. I remember I was at this um, rally in Denver and there was a reverend, I think he's some Reverend Michael or something. He's a beautiful African-American man. He's like, you know, the new paradigm agreement that we all need to make, and I'm inviting you to make right now, before you leave your house and you go out to the day or before you start your work day, if you work from home, before you do anything that involves anything outside of yourself is connect to the divine within mm. yourself, through spirit, so you all can the be the walking channel of yep. consciousness. Woo. It's like, woof. I mean, I just get chilled all over my Ooh. body from it because it's like, that's the truth. And that's, that's what it. you're saying. That's it. And 100%. I love, I love All right, what's number two? Number two. You said the word embody, mm. and that to me carries so much weight because there's a difference between feeling it and hearing it and like knowing you have this inside of you and then showing up to it mm. and bringing it. You mm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's scary. Mm. <laughs> it's scary to to embody that next level of who you're becoming and your leadership and what's coming in your business or whatever it is in your relationship, you know, like saying the things, showing up and creating, making the posts saying, I'm open to take clients. Like I'm, I, you know, building out the space, whatever it is, like you have to show up and do it for me, that first step in me quitting my job, you know, and being like, okay, we're, we're, we're just going to try this out. That was the first step in me embodying. And it was terrifying. Every time I've, I've, you know, decided to invest in myself or my business in some way, that was an embodiment and it was terrifying. Right. Mm -hmm. And the other side of that is like, again, coming back to that practice of just, you know, I think of embodiment too. And it's like feeling it, feeling it is true. Like Mm -hmm. really like, just, oh yeah. Mm. Just feeling it is true. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I know that's so, but it's just like, you just have to feel it, feel it and let that Mm. be a guide. Oh, that's number two. Mm. Number three. What, what am I even answering right now? The top. (laughs) I love that. 
<laughs> so deep. Just like, yeah. What is the third um, piece of advice that you would offer to someone who wants to cultivate their voice oh. and their leadership? Oh, and embodiment's great number two. So you're on, you're on pace. You're great. Number three, <laughs> be willing to fail. Oof. Yeah. Be willing to fuck up royally, royally <laughs> to upset people, to offend people. I mean, don't go out there and try to offend people. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> like, but like, like as you grow and as you gain energy and momentum, sometimes it's going to get a little rocky mm-hmm. and you're going to become a human being who messes up and you're going to shame will come up. Embarrassment will come mm. up. Insecurity will mm. come up. Comparison will come mm. up, you know, but that stuff, if you're willing to move through that people, people want to connect with, with you and your experiences and who you are and what you've been through and a real human being who, and real human beings you know, even the most beautifully enlightened teachers have these stories of, of, of experiences of difficulty and challenge and being willing to go through that and not shy away, you know, and your own, like your own, your own shadows, right? If you can look within and see all of that and hold space for yourself as a teacher, you'll be able to speak to people in a way that, that moves them, you mm. know? And that's truly, it's truly through exploring your own, your own downfalls mm-hmm. and your own moments of disconnect and your own moments of, of challenge and anger and whatever it is that you have something that's really going to help someone else. And that's the point. Mm. <laughs> that's leadership, you know, is helping someone else. Mm. And you gain so much from it. But like mm-hmm. true leadership is really like being willing to go through it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Something that's coming out. I love you. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. Um, and I just said I love you and I do love you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> what, I wrote, what I wanted to, what, what came up in my mind is how I think le- leadership is so many things, right? And true leadership mm. is so many more things of, um, gosh, showing up. Yeah. And I remember I was once told like real leadership is also in addition on top of what you said, in addition with what you said, showing up for someone when you're having a personal day Yeah. and you put your stuff to the side to be able to serve someone else, knowing that in the morning and at the night, front end, bookend, the capacity at which I take care of myself is directly reflected directly to the capacity which I'm able to take care and serve you. Yes. And knowing that and embodying that and being able to show up with that, because life's gonna throw you a curveball that might have some spikes on it. Mm-hmm. Sure has for me. Me too. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> and to keep going. Yeah. 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 And it's so there's something so beautiful like you said, like being able to be there with someone else mm-hmm. and being able to be there for your students. It is, and anyone who's ever taught a yoga class or you've led a meditation or, you know, you've channeled some art and it's touched souls. Like if you've held space for anyone in any certain way, or maybe you've been there with your grandma or whatever it is, 
you know that when you're really present and there and your heart is just mm. like open for them, it is so healing. So mm. it goes back into that cycle of like, you hold space for yourself and then you hold space for others, but that's also like holding space for you. Mm-hmm. And then you hold space for others. And it's just this beautiful, you just, it's, you grow so much, mm. you grow so much. Yeah. You know, intuitively right now, I'm, I'm wanting to just bring this piece in because if someone's listening to this or watching the YouTube part, hi, we both just made <laughs> those funny goofy cute, faces. Cute. <laughs> I love that. Um, and let's say that this individual's curious to contact you and to work with you and to get involved with some of the work that you're doing. I know that you just launched this called Queen. The called Queendom, which is my mastermind. So, yeah. So I, I do... I have different offerings all the way up from working with me one-on-one masterminds kind of the level below that it'll open back up again in six months down to, you know, I have a course about to come out. Mm-hmm. I do some masterminds awesome. or master classes, And, you know, I, I have a range of any, I even have free offerings, like free eBooks, free videos, awesome. things like that. I have a podcast. So I have a range of offerings. So no matter, you know, what your budget is, when I first got started, it was just podcasts. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, (laughs) it it was, you know, things like that. And so whatever your range is, whatever kind of support you're looking for, I try to accommodate that Mm, in a way that, and I pour a lot into it. So how you can find me is my name is Melissa Moffat. How do you spell your last name? M-O-F-F-E-T. So I have a website, melissamoffat.com, where I'm most active is on Instagram, Mm -hmm. Melissa, then a period, then Moffat, M-O-F-F-E-T. And I am very consistent with posting and also being in the DMs. So I really encourage people to, you can reach out to me and I will like answer you. Say, Um, hey, let her know what you thought about this interview. This conversation doesn't feel like an interview, it just feels like a conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I love that. Yeah. So like, Honestly, you can send me some voice messages. You can, you know, just say hi, just reach out. I love that. I'm, I'm, I I'm that. here. I, <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. So I, I, I um, I'm curious, like, Woody, is there anything that you also want to bring into this conversation that does feel present for you? Like what you're present to in your own life when it comes to your own spiritual practice, your own embodiment in your business and welcoming spirit into such, or, you know, what, what, what's coming up for you? Anything that you want to be able to tap in here? I honestly, I don't really ever ask that. I just, this is such an easy yeah. flow of conversation yeah. together. Yeah. That I want to be able to give you the space to see, like, do you have anything that you want to bring in? Hmm. I just, Mm. I, I really truly believe that there's so much power in really embracing life as a journey Mm. because it's, I used to get so caught up in wanting to be at some certain place or have some certain thing. And then I would be satisfied and then I would be happy and then I would be secure And if you're really, you know, through your practices, cultivating presence and, and not just through your practices, but also, right. We talk about yoga off the mat, right. Mm -hmm. So really forming deep connections with all of your experiences at work with your kids, with your friends, with your partner, you know, when you're walking out in nature, whatever it is, 
And then you're listening and you're showing up to what's calling you, right? Because we all have this, there's this pull, there's this voice that speaks to us. And when you really start to listen to it, my life has changed so drastically, Mm. so quickly in every front, Mm. every front. Mm. And who I am has changed a lot. And I just really encourage everyone to, it's terrifying every time, right? But like your life is so short. Mm. Life is so precious. This, This conscious life we have right here. And so live, like we hear this, but it's so true. Like live each day, like, like it's your last, really. And if you do each day like that, Hmm. you'll get to the end of your life. And that's, I think that's my, one of my drivers really is I, I know that if I died today, that I did the best I could. Mm-hmm. And of course there's things, I mean, I've like, I get grumpy at my partner. I get like, we did, I did lots of, I'm fucking up a lot, <laughs> but, like, but like, but I'm trying, you know what I mean? I'm like showing up. So yeah. Wow. Thank you. I love that. The last question that we, that we always ask, even though you kind of gave it, but now I'm going to get more specific. Okay. What's one golden nugget? that you would give to the listeners as they go off on their day? One little golden nugget. Oh, I mean, everything is so much more beautiful when you're really focusing on just adding as much love as you can into your life. Like Mm -hmm. true, unconditional, and just like, if you're like, I don't even know what, like, how do I do that? you don't need to have this instruction. It's in you. Mm-hmm. If you just every day remind yourself, let me be a force for good. Let me be a force for love. Let me mm-hmm. love others the best I can. You'll see so many changes within yourself. Mm-hmm. You'll see like <sighs> little awarenesses pop up mm-hmm. and you'll just become a force for, for this like fierce mm-hmm. compassion and wisdom mm-hmm that just overflows from you when you set that intention every day and then follow up with action. (laughs) Thank you for holding that. Oh, I, this is so fun. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. I love this. Well, from my heart to yours and to yours listening. Namaste. Namaste. Yoga revealed what an epic conversation. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to go to depth with Melissa and you on what it takes to create an honest and soulful shift in life. If you found resonance with this conversation, please go to Yoga Revealed on Instagram and share this episode with the tag of Melissa.Moffat and Alec Love Life Yoga, and maybe with your takeaway. We so want to hear. Please be sure to check out our new website, yogarevealed.com. We have revamped everything and we have new offerings, images, logos, and an epic website made by my dear friend, Ethos De Leon. Thank you for checking out our new platform on YouTube as well to watch these interview recordings from their very live moment. I look forward to tapping into the consciousness of yoga on the next episode of the Yoga Revealed podcast. I have some epic human beings to introduce to you. 
This is your brother, Alec, coming from Boulder, Colorado, loving you so much and also very grateful for all that you do to make our world a better place. Till next time, namaste, love life. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.